Hi, this is Dr. Rahi, and you're listening to The Treatment, your source for all things health, wellness, and beauty. If you like what you have heard in today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hello, I'm Dr. Rahi, and today I'm here with Kristen Bowen, a magnesium health advocate. Today, we're going to talk about all things magnesium, including her journey and why she finds magnesium important for herself and for those around her. Hello. So nice to be here. I'm excited to geek out with you over magnesium. (laughs) I'm excited too. I mean, I could talk about magnesium for hours and hours, and I think I talk about it every single day to all my patients. Oh, I love that. I love it. Not, I think we need more doctors talking about magnesium. So that's why I was so excited for this specific podcast, because I thought, ooh, a doctor who's really focused on that magnesium. I love it. Yes. I think um, it always starts with yourself. And so I think I noticed the health benefits for myself. And then I moved on and started offering it to my patients. But How did you decide that, or how did you come across magnesium and its benefits and how did you start incorporating it into your life? Yeah, I had a total health crash after a failed surgery. Um, At the time, Western medicine did not see titanium as an issue. And now we know that there are some people that have an issue with titanium and I am one of those people. And so when they put those screws in to hold my bladder up on the table, it just short circuited my system. And I ended up in a wheelchair, having daily seizures, lost most of my hair, um, catheter, you know, just my, my body just shut down, but we couldn't figure out what it was. So it took my husband three and a half years of just going from doctor to doctor, from Mayo to Stanford, anyone that we had heard, that he had heard, because at that point I'm pretty non-functional, anyone that he had heard that was willing to think out of the box and, and help us come up with a solution to get his wife back to functionality. And it was through that process of truly desperation. Um, Financially, it tanked us emotionally, mentally, and physically. And it was through that process that I learned about magnesium. And I'm so grateful looking back because I couldn't take oral magnesium because there for some time I was on TPN, total perinatal nutrition, because my, my digestion and gut had shut down and there was no way I could take a synthetic nutrient. So I'm really grateful the way that I learned about it was soaking in magnesium. And then I had a doctor that just really opened my eyes to not just taking magnesium to help you sleep a little bit better or not just taking magnesium to relax your muscles, but making sure that your magnesium is at cell saturation where it can really kick in with that vitamin D level and activate all those different things that it activates in your body. And so that's, I, it made such a difference for me the first time it soaked, it didn't heal everything. I had, you know, it took me months to get my body back to where it needed to be after that crash. But man, what a difference it made for me understanding it wasn't just take a magnesium pill, but get your body to cell saturation. And there's a test to give you that data if you're there. That's very impressive that your husband spent years, you know, looking for alternative treatments for you. I feel that 
he was persistent. <laughs> Incredibly persistent. Um, <clears throat> it, our full, and one of my core philosophies that I have is leave no stone unturned. And I was raised in a Western home with a medical uh, doctor as a dad. And so I was taught that that thinking out of the box was crazy and they were kooks and where's the studies, where's, you know, where's that kind of thing. And so I'm really, one of the benefits that came from that crash that I had was it really helped me to realize there are some out of the box solutions and there are Western medical doctors that are willing to look outside of the box and look at newer studies and not wait for it to come down through the mainstream. And it was in finding doctors like that, that I was really able to reconnect back to my help. I completely agree with that. And that's actually why I did my traditional medical school and residency. And then I did a fellowship in integrative medicine because even during residency itself, I felt that what we were offering and what we were doing for patients wasn't helping them. It was basically just keeping them alive just so they could be hospitalized again in a week. Oh, and so that it was must like, have been discouraging. It was awful. It was, it was a terrible kind of the way I looked at it. I was like, well, if this is life, then I, I don't want to live it. It's so depressing. It was just like a cycle cycle of, you know, illness and just like a downward spiral. And it was very depressing, but I too spent many nights like researching on my own, trying to figure out, you know, I don't want to practice this traditional stuff. What am I going to do with my life once I'm done residency? And so that kind of led me through the route of integrative medicine. Um, and then I think just discovering mag magnesium was through, I'd say, you know, my, my trainings in integrative medicine, but also just trying to figure out how I can make myself feel better. Right. Um, but I feel that sometimes when patients get to the point where you had gotten, there's usually no turning back. I feel that I've seen so many patients that are bed bound, um, you know, using artificial nutrition. Um, and unfortunately, they live their lives that way. And it's very sad. So the fact that you were able to get out of that and, and reverse a lot of what you went through is very impressive. Can you tell me about how you started? You said you started soaking yourself in the magnesium. Can you tell me how, like the sort of protocol that you went through? So when I, when I learned about magnesium and you could soak in it and get the benefits of magnesium and bypass your gut, which for me, someone who had been on TPN because of the crash, that was, I was absolutely like, oh, let's try it. And so at the time there, I couldn't find a protocol. So as I worked with women over 20 years, I've created a protocol because I always want to do the least amount of effort for the maximum benefit to my body. I tend to be a little scattered in my thinking and follow through is not my greatest strength. I have lots of ideas and lots of things. And so I just want to be as efficient as possible. And I also don't want to be that person who only talks about getting healthy and only focuses on getting healthy. I want to be healthy so that I'm connecting 
with people that I love and I'm doing the things that I'm passionate about. I didn't want my whole life consumed with creating health. And so everything that I do, I look at it as this, if, if I put this much more, is that worth the return on investment I'll get from my time, energy, and money? So the 30-day protocol came from that. So I recommend when people start soaking in magnesium that they soak every day for 30 days. And invariably right there, people will say, oh, I don't have time. I can't do it every day. That's okay. You don't have to do it every day. Hit for 70 to 80% and think stacking of functions. So for example, right now you and I are just sitting. You are super busy. You have so many plates that you're holding, bringing people together, sharing your ideas and helping to shape the world. And so when do we fit that into your lifestyle? And so we think of when are you sitting at a desk for 20 minutes? When are you on a Zoom call for 20 minutes? And stack those functions. There are many times I do podcasts and that's when I'm doing my soaking. So you do have to think a little bit creatively to make sure that it's happening in your life, but soaking every day or as often as possible for that 30 days is a great way to really boost the magnesium levels around your red blood cells. Do you just soak your feet? Yeah, you just have to soak your feet. You can't do a bath. And I thought a bath would be more efficient because more of your body is exposed. But we actually ran thermal imaging testing and blood work. And as we tested that process, it's not. It's your feet that are uptaking the magnesium and pumping it through your body. And a bath is not more efficient. So if you love a bath, absolutely use it in the bath. You don't have to use more though. A lot of people think, oh, if I'm in the bath, there's more water, but you do not have to use more. So that same quarter of a cup, but 20 minutes with your feet in magnesium is the goal. That is so much more doable than a bath because I actually, I always assumed it was going to be a bath. Yeah, no, a bowl bowl of water. Now we did find that when you soak in molded plastic, the Mm -hmm. ion transfer is slowed down. And so the uptake doesn't happen as well. So we tell people don't soak in aluminum don't soak in plastic. So we want to use, for example, a Pyrex casserole dish, a crock pot insert, a great big stainless steel bowl that you know is stainless steel. A lot of the newer stainless steel is actually aluminum powder coated. So we want the real deal on that. But there, most people have something in their home that they can soak in. And um, is the water going to be cold or do you Whatever is comfortable for you. We actually tested types of water, qualities of water, calcium levels in water, temperature of water, and that does not matter. Just as long as your the bottom of your feet are in contact with the water. So for example, my mom is 86 and it was getting heavy for her to carry. She uses a crock pot insert. It was getting heavy for her to carry that with all the water at her age. And so I realized, oh, we need to make sure how much water we need to be using. And I was having people fill it clear to their ankles, you know, wanting to make sure that foot was saturated. But after testing again, we found out just the bottom of your feet need contact. So an inch of water with that magnesium in, you're good to go. 
Wow, you're simplifying things so much for me. Oh, good, <laughs> I, that's, good. That's, that's my awesome. goal. Yeah, so I, I can imagine that would be really helpful for me specifically because I wear a lot of heels. So after a long day, oh, putting yeah. my feet in magnesium water yeah, would be nice. absolutely, absolutely. Do you prefer morning or evening or really just any time? It really depends on the state of your adrenals. And here's what we found. So and the state of your diet. So if you are someone who just goes all of the time, doesn't mm. rest a lot, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> forgets to take care of those self-care things, the mag taking the magnesium might hype you up a little bit and turn your brain on. Some people, after they soak in the magnesium, will get super relaxed and just want to go to bed. Some people, if their potassium levels and they're not getting that good quality potassium from their food, they'll actually not get just relaxed. They'll become exhausted. And that magnesium will shine the light in their body saying, hey, you don't have enough potassium. And now because we added this magnesium, it's really showing that you don't have enough potassium. And so it really depends on your experience and where your body's at. But we've found the majority of the people, they do best in the beginning soaking at nighttime. And then now for me, you'll most people will experience that. And then as they get their levels up, they notice it gives them energy. And they're like, oh, I can't soak at night anymore. I need to soak in the morning. And then as you become more balanced and your body knows it's maintaining this magnesium level, you can soak anytime and it won't affect it as much. Right. I actually take magnesium throughout the day. Um, and I've I've noticed that it helps with just so many different functions. It's because I, I know mainstream people associate magnesium with nighttime and taking it to help them sleep. But oh, it's so much more than that. Right. So I've also um, noticed that like when you get to the point where you're really like balance everything out, magnesium helps with so many different things that taking it throughout the day is also very helpful. But I like the idea now of just soaking an inch of water every night yeah. because a lot of different, and you also have to know the type of magnesium you take because there's different types. And some right. of them, if you take too much orally can cause some, you know, loose stools. Right. And um, that's one of the benefits of soaking is it bypasses your digestion and you don't right. have to worry about it causing loose stools. Right. And making and so, that food go through too fast because when that happens, we're not uptaking nutrients from that food. And so it, the magnesium that you're using to get you healthy is actually slowing down your body's ability to uptake nutrients. And I'm just, you know, you talked earlier about um, people being fed with synthetic nutrition and they just became in this cycle. And we've really done that with with our quote natural health when you look at so much of it it's synthetic nutrition and it's not getting us where we need to be and it might give us a short-term fix with long-term consequences and so soaking in that sea brine it's not manufactured in the lab it's a sea brine and it helps you move those numbers and it helps activate that vitamin D that, you know, we're recording this in 2022. And I think the last two years, more than any time in the history of the world, we all recognize 
we want active, strong immune systems. And you need magnesium to do that in your body. Very true. So the magnesium that you recommend for soaking is sea brine? It's a magnesium chloride and it comes from the sea. You can actually manufacture magnesium chloride in a lab, but mm -hmm. it doesn't have the cofactors and it's not the same and it doesn't move your red blood cell numbers. And that's my goal with magnesium. I want my red blood cell numbers at 6.3 or above because that is cell saturation, not my serum. I'm not as concerned about my serum numbers because magnesium is so important important in your body. It'll pull from everywhere, your bones, your pancreas, your heart to keep your serum at that 1% level. So for optimal health, I'm really focused on that red blood cell number of 6.3 or above. And so do you also take different oral magnesiums or? I don't um, no? because okay. it gets me mm -hmm. to cell saturation and I've played around with it and the benefit is not there and the upset to my stomach. And so I just do soaking. And 20 minutes a day, every day. Well, that 30 day challenge, 20 minutes a day for as close to every day that you can. And then getting that data for your body, your magnesium burn rate and my magnesium burn rate are completely different. Even though as we were talking, I thought, oh my gosh, her and I have a lot of similarities. We do, but our magnesium burn rate is completely individual to each of us and our life experiences. And so after you do that 30 day challenge, getting your data back, spending that 50 bucks, getting that test done so that you know, am I at cell saturation? Did I get close to cell saturation or do I still have a ways to go? Because some people come back after the 30 days and they're at cell saturation. If you are, you don't need to soak every day. Back off your soaking, you're there. Some people come back and they're around a five. That's, that's our optimal goal after that 30 days that you're at a five. So you probably need to soak two, three, four times a week. Some people come back under a five. And those are ones that we need to really look at foundational pieces. What can we do to help them build a strong foundation? And why aren't they holding on to that magnesium? Boron deficiency. Um, boron helps us hold on to magnesium. Taurine helps us hold on to magnesium. Maybe it's a lifestyle habit. Um, they're drinking mass amounts of soda or they drink alcohol every day because both of those things strip that magnesium out of our body or maybe it's a sugar Very issue true. if they're eating lots of sugar so if it if it's not moving after 30 days we need to really look at that foundation and determine where do we need to tweak to make sure that we're building a strong foundation and putting ourselves in a situation where we can get to cell saturation and stress and um, the monthly menstrual cycle, all of those things too can help deplete your magnesium stores. So Do basically, you... if you have stress, if you eat sugar, mm. if you're cycling, <laughs> all of those things deplete your magnesium. And that's why studies are showing that over 80% of us are not just low in magnesium, we're really low in magnesium. That is very true. And it's also the soil. Our soil mm -hmm. doesn't have enough magnesium. So. Right. 
but I just think also the modern lifestyle that puts our bodies in more stress. So we're just all deficient in magnesium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so many times I used to have people test before to see where their numbers were at so they could compare. And then Mm -hmm. I realized the time to get the test done, the money to get the test done, everyone is coming back low. Let's just focus on bringing magnesium levels up and then testing to see where we're at. Do you, when you do these testing, do you specifically only check the magnesium and the in the blood or do you also um do other micronutrient testing so i absolutely i do other but right there my goal is only the magnesium and getting to cell saturation Mm -hmm. because we know so many things will change once you put that into place and so that first step is just focusing single focus tunnel vision, magnesium cell saturation, what do I need to get there? What do I need to do to stay there? And then I found is what happens is once someone understands that role of how they stay there, they feel more empowered. And with that empowerment, they start just slowly without even really making a quote plan, they start eating better. Magnesium helps you feel better. It helps you sleep better. And so other things start to fall into place. And so after we get to cell saturation and they've got a good four to six months of learning how to maintain that, then let's go in and test those other areas and see where we've got deficiencies and where we need to play. Because I think creating health can be overwhelming. Forgive me, I interrupted you. No, that's okay. Creating health health can be overwhelming. And that's very true. And when I um, do integrative consults for patients, I always start very slowly. But I was going to say magnesium also helps basically curb any sugar cravings as well. When your magnesium levels are restored, you're not craving the sugar the way you normally would, or you're not craving like the fast food or the junk food the same way that you normally would. Right. Well, and it makes such a difference Mm. in the morning glucose number. And it's, you know, so many women have insulin resistance. And if you've got insulin resistance, that cell is going to keep screaming for insulin and the pancreas is going to keep making it. And then you're going to have this free floating issue because the cell's not communicating with the pancreas and the communication's messed up. And so there's such a difference when that magnesium is there to assist that cell with insulin resistance. And there's so many different processes that just start kicking into place. And so I like to give people just that one thing to focus on, like here, this is your focus, magnesium and cell saturation. Your mitochondria will thank you, your heart will thank you, your pancreas, your bones, your hormones, your adrenals, your thyroid. And, And so just by focusing on that one thing, we're covering so many other things. Very true. Um, I want to go back to your story, your personal story. So you started soaking and um, there was a doctor. Do you you mind me asking who the doctor was? No, it was actually a PA that was willing to look. um, So is what happened when we call it the crash in my family, (laughs) mom's crash. So is what happened was, is my husband actually took a leave of absence because we had young children and I was non-functional and it, 
had become a full-time job to take care of me and get me to doctor's appointments. And so he took a leave of absence and financially we were okay to do that for a year. And so as he did that and we still weren't finding solutions and then he had to go back to work, you know, to support our family. And so, but he was still looking and searching and trying to put the puzzle piece together. And his big thing was he thought maybe they left something in her. You know, you hear of the crazy things happening during surgery. And so he was just always trying to look for something, but he heard it was a, a physician's assistant. And he heard on the radio that they were interviewing this physician's assistant. And he just thought, I'm going to see if I can get through to him and call him. He sounds like he'll think outside of the box. And he did. And that physician's assistant, Ken Wade, was the person that really helped us start putting those puzzle pieces together. And that's where my whole philosophy came of, you need to build a board of directors for your help, not just one doctor. You know, we needed numerous helping us. And Ken was that person that really thought outside of the box and helped us put that together. Wow. That's, that's very, that's, you know, that's very inspiring to hear that there was somebody that you were able to find through somehow an interview he was doing on the radio and yeah. he was able to help you. Yeah. Um, my husband just did not give up. And, that's, and I'm so impressed by your husband. I think he's so amazing. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh, he is. Don't even get me started on him. This podcast will go too long. <laughs> I, I thought I loved him, but now that we've been married 35 years, I, I don't even have words to describe how I feel about that man. <laughs> what a sweet, what a sweet marriage. <laughs> I think most people don't have that. Oh, you know what we, we do. And it's something we don't take for granted because neither of us came from families that there was a strong marriage. And so it was something that both of us were really committed to creating, but see, that's the thing about health is when you learn how to create better health, you learn how to create better options in other areas of your life because creating health you do have to be creative and think outside of the box and come up with ways to get things done that work in your lifestyle and so it really does take a creative eye to make it happen yes and then when you're healthier your relationships are better oh they are across the board yes very true i've noticed that too for myself when i'm like healthier my relationships are better. Yeah. And, you know, we need, I, I think again, here in 2022, we're recognizing how important connection is to our mental health. Yes. And so when you have that optimal health and you wake up in the morning feeling good, ready to start your day instead of, oh, just give me five more minutes of sleep, because really that's a lie. Five more minutes is not going to make a difference. We think it will but it's not going to make a difference. And when you wake up feeling good, ready to start your day, it's a game changer for every other aspect of your life. So going back to your health journey again, sorry, I'm very, it's just very inspiring and interesting that you were able to, you know, go from a, a state of complete, almost vulnerability and a state of complete inability. And now yeah. you're, now you're running a company that basically promotes 
magnesium. Creative wellness through magnesium. Creative wellness through magnesium. (laughs) Because it does take creativity. And if you've ever had the thought, I've tried everything. Yeah. We we need to tap into your creative stores because you haven't. You've turned over a lot of stones and you know what doesn't work, but let's figure out what will work. And so how did you create your company? I, I'm assuming the road wasn't a quick road. It took a while for it to heal. It, and It created itself. So as what happened was I was experiencing such a transformation with the magnesium and people around me were physically seeing it. I mean, face it, my my husband and my kids would carry me in a wheelchair and then they'd wheel me outside. And I had a little thing that held my forehead up because I didn't have the strength to hold my neck, to hold my head up. And so people were seeing the difference and they just started asking me questions and I'd say, Oh, well, try, try this one or, Oh no, try this one first or, Oh, that didn't, you know, and I loved it. It, it gave my life this sense of purpose and it helped me take that horrific situation that cost my children so much that cost my husband so much that you know those years i lost with my kids my youngest i i don't remember her walking i was so sick and so there are things like that that can never be returned and so it was through helping other people that i really was able to find peace at at what we had lost as a family. And then my husband came to me and he said, I love the fact that you are lighting up and doing soul work. But every time you say yes to them, you're saying no to us. And we missed you. And my balance was really off. And I realized, oh, oh, I'm saying yes to them, which means I'm silently saying no to the people that are the most important to me. And so that's when we realized we needed to set up some structure and some boundaries. And that's how Living the Good Life Naturally was born. And I look at the team that we have now, we've got between 18 to 22 people, depending on the time of year. And I'm so grateful that they're in our lives, in our company, and helping us really help women tap into that creative wellness initiative that was started in my heart 20 years ago with the crash. Wow, that's very inspiring. Um, I also noticed you do some work uh, in Uganda as well. Yes. Yes. I, I am an entrepreneurial spirit, um, Mm -hmm. humanitarian entrepreneur. And I met another um, entrepreneur and her name is Beatrice. Mm -hmm. And she is incredible. I, I just don't even have the words for how creatively she looks at solutions. Because where she lives, she doesn't have access to all the things that I do as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And because of that, she has just learned how to make and create incredible things. And I realized when I was with her, I want to be around you more. I want to be a part of that level of thinking that she has. And so 
um, we're able to work with her. And in that process, um, she's able to pay people fairly for the cocoa butter that they render for some of our products. And immediately when a woman is paid fairly, mm -hmm. she educates her children mm -hmm. and they go to school and it makes a difference in their community. And so it is a privilege for me to be, and I, I don't even want to say it's helping because it's not. I, I learn from Beatrice every time I interact with her and it's just a privilege to know her and be involved with the kids that she's helping. So, um, you're, you're purchasing cocoa butter from Uganda. Yes. And product. they render it. They render Very it there nice. in Uganda. And nice. because we're willing to pay um, what the cocoa butter is worth instead of dropping it to the cheapest and taking advantage of the people who are who are processing it, um, they, those women just immediately started educating their children and sending them to school and, and getting better teachers and just doing that. incredible things. And they enjoy it. Um, one of the things that they do is a lot of farming and a lot of um, chicken and egg production, and they'll sell it in little roadside stands. And they've got all these little micro enterprises going on um, just to make sure that their kids are fed and educated. So privileged to, to be a part of what they're doing. I actually um, spent some time in Uganda doing some medical oh. work. Oh, okay. So when I saw that, I was like, oh. I'm like, she likes magnesium and she works with <laughs> She works with uh, people in Uganda. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love that you do that. That's very, I love that you have that connection. Um, so, um, sorry, my brain just can't blink for one second, <laughs> but we'll edit that out. <laughs> but yeah, I was just thinking about my, my trip to Uganda. I went when I was in um, residency uh -huh. and I, um, I went with an organization, an American organization, and um, we did medical services there. And I still have, I um, basically sponsored a daughter. So I have a oh, sponsored daughter there and I, yeah. yeah, but we like communicate, like she messages me and sometimes oh, she found me great. on Facebook and she, um, I'll send her gifts. And um, I mean, I, I hope to go back. I, I, there was, there's a possibility that I could even go back this year. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I would love to go over. I would love right now where Beatrice is at. Um, there's not this, the safety for me to go over mm -hmm. um, that needs to be there for the travel. And so I'm really grateful that, that she's set up in a way that she can access what she needs and do what she's doing because what she can do with $5 is, is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually probably one of the poorest countries in the world. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, unfortunately their rates of HIV are very high too. Yeah. And she's right now, the tribe that she's associated with is out of favor. And so it's, you, you take the conditions of that country and then a tribe that isn't in power and it, the children pay the price and truly that's living the good life naturally is, is about supporting women so that they can make this world a better place for those little ones. And so I just, I love Beatrice and love, um, 
love what I've learned from her. Oh, I love that. So the specific magnesium for soaking your feet that we spoke of earlier, Mm -hmm. can we purchase that through your company? Yes, absolutely. Magnesium chloride, and it's not diluted. The FDA laws are set up that they don't have to tell you if they add more water to it. And so my promise is my family still fills it. A couple of my kids are involved in the company. Really? And, and, mm-hmm. I love that. Is the factory in the United States? I'm yes, assuming yes okay. it is. Absolutely. Um, it's in the United States. We import it from the cleanest source and it's my family that's filling it. We definitely have other people on team that help us. We cannot do it all anymore. And I, I don't want to have it come across that way that, oh, we do it all still because we don't. But there it is family in charge of all of that. And it is the cleanest magnesium. It's undiluted and it's magnesium that helps people build that strong foundation. They can go to the website, livingthegoodlifenaturally.com and they can um, purchase the magnesium there. We do not ship outside of the United States. We've mm-hmm. tried, but because it's a pseudo pharmaceutical, the laws yeah. and it eventually I hope to, but at this point our focus is just in the United States. So for right now, in the United States. For right now. But yeah. I definitely have some Canadian followers because I'm, I'm Canadian myself. Yeah. So we, we need to get it in Canada. We did shipping to Canada for about six months. And then yeah. I finally had to pull the plug on it. We had lost so much money. <laughs> oh, so well, it, um, yeah. the goal for Canada is I need a warehouse in Canada that I'm shipping from inside of Canada. That's, I have that's a where I need for to. you actually. Oh, you and I need to talk <laughs> because I've done several podcasts that the podcasters are Canadian. And yeah. so the bulk of their listeners and we were selling mass amounts of it, but I, I have to make sure that I'm not losing money on that to get it over to our Canadian friends. Yeah, I completely understand. I understand. It was so nice chatting with you. Oh, so I, good to talk with you. Yeah, I, I really am inspired by your journey and how your company came to formation. And I am excited to try your magnesium. So I'm definitely oh, going to get you. some. And now I'm going to definitely try to soak my feet more often because like we were talking about that earlier, it, I always assumed it was like full body bath and that's always very difficult for me. Yeah. No, inch of water. That's all you need. I just keep my, a bowl and a towel and a bottle of magnesium and a big water bottle. And so I don't even have to go to the sink to grab the water. I just take from that water bottle and pour it in, pour in my magnesium and I'm good to go. So it's simple and easy systems. I'm all about systems. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. So thank you again for chatting with me. And I hope this topic was helpful to everyone, which I know it is. Thank you. Thank you.